The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners. And for those who have listened to our previous episode, we focus back on the face-to-face meetings that are happening more nowadays and to the fact that it may not longer be so obvious or easy to have a meaningful meeting after so much digital in the last few years. Now, for those who did not listen, you can always go back and find that episode to learn more about it. This is the magic of podcasts, like I always say, it is there forever and you may listen to whenever you feel like it and as many times you want or need. As promised, in this episode, we move on from catching the first meeting to how to make the most out of a meeting with, with a potential client. As mentioned, my client or maybe I didn't even mention that, Uh, I have the second client I was mentioning in the previous episode, and he's going to Rome to meet uh, a very high-level potential client. Needless to say, I mean, in this case, we talk millions, and the stake of that meeting is substantial, which only makes the pressure of the meeting quite high. And this is why my client shared with me. He was happy that he's going to meet the CEO of that business, we have work on and and obviously this is how he catches this is his meeting yet at this level it is only a ceo that can make a decision and by the way having a meeting catching a meeting with the ceo of a multi-billion business is not a straightforward yet the fact that he wanted to meet my client is was already a first success And again, I mean, people may ask, okay, what are the techniques that you used? And I share some of them in the previous episode. And obviously there will be a little bit more that I'm doing, you know, is the privilege of people we are working directly with because it's so much more tailor-made for the specific business. Yet going back on the last episode and and hear about the 29-second elevator pitch, which is giving you a right formula and the right example, it will be a first step for you to catch the attention of the people that you meet for the very first time and to actually um, decide or push them into wanting to know more from you and uh, have a meeting with you in the future. Now, the fact that it is going to Rome and he called me to ask how to make the best out of that meeting is something important because he is aware, uh, as mentioned, that the goal is to sign a multi-million contract and he is also aware about the pressure that contract may put on himself. Now, in order to do so, there are two important parts. First, the need of the client. And second, the quality of the relation. At this level of contracts, we cannot sign it without clearly understanding the need of the, of the client in the most much more details, basically, to understand clearly his needs. But second, it's really important to define and to create a very meaningful interaction and reaction with that person. Yet here are the mistakes most people are making uh, on this kind of high level meetings. Again, because of the outcome is so high, most people they are going to those meetings focusing on the outcome. 
Now, when we are focusing on the outcome, um, we are not present in the moment. You know, we are just focusing on how can I share this and that and that and how can I make him sign this contract. Obviously, that is not working. The second mistake that is that the people are making is that they start by selling, selling, selling because the, the meeting a CEO of a multinational, by the way, they don't have a lot of time. So people are under the, the pressure of time, which makes sense. Yet, when you just want to make sure that, uh, you know, and you say this and that, and then, uh, you know, you say, oh, by the way, and I can do this for you and I can do that for you. So you keep selling, selling, selling. It may look... Um, you know, you may look not only very stressed, but also quite arrogant. And it's basically saying I'm here just for myself to follow my own agenda and my own interests. Nobody, and especially at this level, want that. The next mistake is like, um, because of all the things that we just expressed, the outcome and the pressure, people are talking, talking, talking instead of listening. And even more talking about self and why are the greatest in what they are doing and and that's definitely something that is not creating connection and is not working the the fourth mistake is that um they are thinking they know better what the other person needs because they are the expert and by the way you know this is a, a recurrent mistake consultants make i mean in the beginning uh, of their journey and the, the thing is that most of the time they may know much better than the person because they are some kind of authority and expert. Yet, that is not about that. Nobody, especially at this level, wants to feel stupid or being lectured on something they think they know already. Because you're there to talk about their business, isn't it? So, kind of normal, they think that they know their business quite well and this is not what they need you for. So, you know, now that you know the mistakes, there are only two things to focus on on such meeting. One, as mentioned before, is the need or the desire of the person in front of you, which is what they need support from, someone that can provide it in the most efficient way. Basically, this is my need, this is what I don't know how to do it or I don't know how to do it efficiently and I need somebody to help me with that. Second is the interaction and the relationship we have with that person. Meaning, what we first look when we are looking for somebody is someone that can respond to my needs in the most efficient way. And that is linked to your expertise and skills and competencies, of course. And after we find those competencies, those people that can basically help us, we choose the ones we appreciate most interacting with, which we like most, because it's a matter of relationship, because people are making businesses or differently put it I keep saying that businesses are done by people for people so the connection and interaction is the key when we go to such meetings the the idea is not to focus on the end objective because there are only two objectives that you want again and I share that with my clients the first objective is to have a clear frame of their needs what is that they really need the second objective is to have a personal connection of that interaction. That's it. Not to sign a contract, not to uh, lecture them, not to, uh, you know, kind of push them into something they don't want or sell them something more than what they need, etc., etc. Now, how do we choose, how do we make sure that we understand the clear objective, the clear frame of their needs, and how do we make sure that we create that interaction? The keys are the following. 
First, listen intuitively. As people are always, always talking about their needs, they will give it to you in seconds. You just need to listen in the most intuitive way, meaning that you listen not only what to what they're saying, but also to their face, the, 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 their behavior, while they're saying it, the energy level they put in that, and what they are actually saying without saying. Yeah. Second is to ask the most open and intelligent questions to actually not only hear more of that business uh, or what that may business uh, may need, but also to guide them in reflecting on more than what they say at the first level of their needs. So asking questions linked to, okay, so how do you imagine the impact of that on your organization, for example? So you push them into discovering by themselves the additional issues they may not have sought of so far and wanting them to ask more advice or more counseling on that topic as well. In this way, we don't lecture, we help them discover the issue by themselves, which has a great impact on the person as it's coming from them out of those aha moments. And also, you know, they feel, you know, more intelligent and more, you know, good about themselves. You know, I'm discovering that by myself. So yeah, I, I may also need some help on that, but it's coming from them. The third thing you may want to do is to create a connection with the person on the person to person level. Like always, people connect to people and they choose people they want to spend more time with or they enjoy spending time with and the interaction they had. I mean, come on, even for you, do you remember when you meet somebody, you know, maybe, in a, you know, without even, you know, at a, at a festival or whatsoever, and you just feel you had a click, you know, or during the holidays and, and you had a great connection out of the blue and you just feel better and happy at the end of the meeting. So, yeah. We want to see those people a little bit more, isn't it? It's nothing different when it comes to business. People are meeting people. Now for that, the, the, the number four is to manage your own energy. The more I'm scared and the more I have the pressure about the outcome of the meeting, the more I'll be in a low energy, stressing out uh, during the meeting and not even feeling myself. The more I'm excited and I'm curious and I'm focused on the present moment, the more I have a great energy. And like always, that is contagious because energy attracts energy. And by the way, I spoke a lot about that in the second season of the Grown Out podcast, which is um, uh, basically the more, you know, your coaching journey. So it's giving you more um, keys about how to increase your energy level, by the way. And finally, detach from the outcome. When we focus on the present moment, we know it is just one meeting and it's just one client, no matter who those person is and how important they are. And that means what? That you reduce the pressure on yourself because providing you get the contract, that is great. Providing you don't get, the contract, don't get the contract and you don't sign the contract, it is great because you already had a great meeting and the person will remember you for later on, especially at this level of meetings and interaction. Each meeting is just a chance to build relationship capital and to keep moving together in the direction of a great long-term collaboration. Hope all that helps and I'm looking forward to hear more about your challenges so we can share more the stories that are helping you overcome those challenges in the future. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.